0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Full Force Weekly, brought to you by Generals Joes Reborn.com, with me as your host, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic80. For today's episode, I'm joined by the awesome Patrick, not Picard, Stewart. In this regular video series, we round up all the week's news in the world of G.I. Joe. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly! Hey, hey, hey. Look at us with our arms in the air. Amazing stuff. How are you doing, buddy? Uh,
1: doing okay. I'm really happy to be back and h- hoping that my, you know, the yes, yes. Everyone won't say it and, 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 and jinx it.
0: Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Fire everywhere. Uh, guys, welcome to the Full Force Weekly with me, Christopher McLeod, aka Diagnostic AK, and Patrick Because Stewart. Hope you're all doing fantastic. In the loads of comments already. Oh my goodness. Uh, Punk with Toys. Is Pat actually back? Yeah, I think so. Welcome back Pat says Tactical Toys with Film. Look at this. Brilliant. Um oh also, I will be talking about this at the end, but enjoying the wetsuit color scheme, correct? It is wetsuit. We've gone we have gone like, you know, water-based for the summer. I felt like this is nice colors. It's not, I, I I'm taking like responsibility for the choice here, but actually Brian just did the graphics, sent them to me and said, "What do you think?" And I was like, "Love it." So, uh, what do you I think? i was about sitting him? next to him while
1: he was doing this. Actually,
0: <laughs> were you? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Oh, did you feed him? Did you feed him the information? Did you say, "Oh, you should do wetsuit for the summer?" Grandpa? No,
1: he was uh, sitting there. We were at the airport, and he was brainstorming. And he said, "Well, what's a su- what are some summer joes?" And then he said, "What about wetsuit?" And I was like, "Yeah, that's that sounds good."
0: And then he started you know, putting something together quick and it looked pretty good. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, welcome back, Pat. We missed you. Says Matt O'Brien. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Diana says, who is that stranger? It feels uh, like it's been forever. It's been like, been on 20 like once weeks. in the last
1: two months. It's
0: crazy. Uh, Jamie Lynn says, we got Pat Glenda is next. <laughs>
1: I, am I the new unlock? Is that yeah, what you're, happened?
0: The, you're the unlock? <laughs> Who's the guy on the right? Is one of my favorites. Pastor Pierogi, I like that one. Pass Pierogi. That's um, that's hilarious. Pat is on brand. RKW. I hadn't even thought about that, but you've totally on branded. That's uh, very cool, man. We've got the right colors and everything. Uh, it does feel beachy, Diana, doesn't it? Anyway, um, right. Pat is the 19k stretch goal. No, Pat is the 30k stretch goal. That would be. I would love a Pat, not Picard, Stewart classified figure. Just saying. Just saying.
1: Patrick Stewart doesn't identify any known person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think
1: it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yes. Uh, Tristan's like classified wetsuit confirmed. No, we're just having, literally, we've just explained it. Brian came up with this idea and we liked it because it was nice and summary. Uh, so, no, classified wetsuit is not coming just yet. We don't know anyway. It um, could be. Chaz says Pat paid his internet bill. <laughs> Welcome. He <laughs> had to put another quarter in, Chaz. Uh, anyway, right. That is that uh for the intro. That's we've 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 stayed on this way too long, considering the amount of slides we've got to get through. Right, Pat, first up in Roosevelt's news and not results news, which I will incorrectly call it in the video. So just ignore it. Clothing brand Results have dropped a new officially licensed G.I. Joe collection featuring five new short sleeve button-up shirts and a drinks koozie. The designs range from the classic card art to your standard-issue Silent Interlude comic cover as well as a pretty awesome Dreadnoughts design. You can view all of the shirts, which cost $70 each, and the Kunu Cooler, which is $5.99, via the link in the description below. Yeah right. So Roosevelt's, by the way, I said thing. I've always thought it was results. I've never even paid any attention to it because I just thought they were being like, you know, let's remove all of the the vowels and yeah. stick a V in there for fun. And then that's, Pat's that's like, too. and then Pat's like, I it's pretty sure it's Roosevelt's mate. And I was like, oh for goodness sake! And then obviously that very clearly makes a lot of sense when you look at the logo. <laughs> and I was like, mm, yeah, I see now. Uh, Yeah, I was actually
1: looking at it going, man, I need to pronounce this correctly on the the weekly. And then I was like, you know what it looks like? It looks like Roosevelt. And then I was like, oh, I think it actually is Roosevelt.
0: Unbelievable. I was
1: thinking it was results as well. Unbelievable.
0: I am an idiot. Uh, Matt O'Brien, thanks for the super chat, buddy. Uh, Brian came up with the design while with Pat, who is normally with you, who has inside knowledge. We are getting wetsuit 2024. Thank you, Chris. How dare you, Matt? That's not how it works. Um, but thank you for this the super chat um wh- like wetsuit though i would i would love a classified wetsuit but as far as we are aware uh that is not a name only reveal it's not a digital render or anything like that and it's certainly nothing that is on our radar at the moment so uh i'll just say that much uh but i think i i, I would assume wetsuit would be on the cars we've gone off the rails already sorry pat but i'm throwing this question okay. out to you I would expect wetsuit to be on the cards at some point
1: yeah I would expect him to be uh I don't think that they would base him on torpedo but I think they would space him out from the release of torpedo
0: yeah that's a very good point actually um you know we've got enough what we've got just got the eels as well come on eels up inside you uh anyway uh, RKW says who the hell would wear that oh yeah Chris would actually rkW I am not uh probably going to be partaking in these i do like these shirts i think they're kind of fun but this is not this is not my style i couldn't pull this off at all pat could you pull this off? I, I mean, I I was pull actually, off what i don't i don't think it's my style is what i'm saying
1: yeah i was actually uh looking at some pictures of myself from joe fest and thinking man you know what i need is a, is a button down gi joe shirt there you go and then this dropped like the next day and then i I'm not going to spend the money on one of these right away, but I do like the silent interlude one that one's nice and loud for a, a convention, yeah, as well as the package art one,
0: yeah, they're kind of fun, aren't they? Um, yeah. and I'll, I'll this, get one eventually. And uh, these, these are where I'm starting to get interested, though. I do like this one, or the dreadnoughts one specifically on the right, where you've got the thunder machine, you've got the uh, the treadnock the Cycle. I think the Zartan Swampski is on there as well, isn't it? Yeah. So there's like a lot of fun kind of stuff. And then you've got kind of on green, so it's a bit swampy. I kind of like that.
1: Yeah, uh, I do like that one. It just does, it's not that loud.
0: Yeah, that's true. It's more subdued, definitely. It is, yeah.
1: yeah which is a good that there's options for both. But for some reason, whenever I'm at a G.I. A G. Joe convention, I want shirts that are kind of loud.
0: You just want to be yelling at the top of your you want your shirts to yeah. be you're screaming you're at people. Shouting like, G.I. Joe, yeah. As you go past, like, Aah. uh anyway, yeah. Oh, this is a good shout, actually. Uh Leon Jamo says, make your video backgrounds into shirts. Actually, that's not a bad idea, actually, is it, Pat? I'll have to yeah, no, I'll, Pat. I'll be I'll be linking up with Brian about that. That's a good idea, Leon. We'll try and work something out. Um, good day from a very midnighty Australia, says Dan. Dan, thanks for joining us, mate, at this time of the midnight and wherever you are. Incredible stuff. Um, Mission Brazil wetsuit. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm just looking at random comments now. Um, they also have this. Well they, well, they don't have this, actually, on the left. The Arashikagi Showdown sold out. I was really surprised, actually.
1: Yeah, wow. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's not one of their ones that I think is loud. That's something that you could wear in a lot of places, and people go, oh, hey. I, I love the idea of some button-down G.I. Joe shirts. I hope these do really well and they make more designs and keep going.
0: Yeah, t- totally. And a little koozie there as well, if you fancy it. That's only $5.99 if that's a little bit more of your speed when it comes to the uh, pricing on these kind of things. Still, I do like them. I think they're really cool. And I like you say, Pat, very interested in what they're doing design-wise too. It's not just you. you I mean, let's face it. That is your usual. These two I put on the same panel because this is what you – would usually see with a licensee right now, but sure. these, these are ones where it's kind of like, oh, they're kind of, they're, they're moving out of that a little bit. They're trying something different. They're doing different things. So I kind of like that. And even the Arrow Chicago showdown one is different as well. Yeah, like, you
1: know what I noticed with the, the silent interlude one is that if you're on their website and you're looking at the various sizes, the, the really nice thing is that it actually kind of shows you how the print is going to look. Oh, nice. As the shirt gets larger, because that is an incredibly important thing. Like a, a 3X is not the same thing as a medium when That's... it comes time for a print. Yeah. And a lot of times if it's just a screen print like this, it just it starts to look smaller and smaller in the middle of the shirt. But that one, it looks really good in all sizes. And awesome. I think that the way that they've uh, manipulated the art, they've done a lot with the silent interlude one to make it look good on
0: every size. Totally. Um I like yeah, like, yeah, I, I agree with that totally. And I'm like I said, I'm happy that they're doing them. I want to see some more of these kind of things. Not necessarily my style, but I hope they do well, definitely. Um anyway, we've got loads to get through, and as well as res- as finally well said results again, as well as Roosevelt's news, we have a little bit of super seven to talk about. <laughs> The target exclusive reaction figure from the latest Tiger Force and Python Patrol wave was found on shelves this week. Tiger Force Shipwreck was revealed as the latest exclusive redeco and strikes another character off the cross cell on the back of the card. Of course, we are still waiting to see where the Python Patrol trooper comes in the line plan. Maybe SDCC, considering it is just around the corner. Also, in our latest interview with Brian, he explained that there was one more Tiger Force character to be revealed and that we would see them in a later drop. There's one more. There is one more. Okay, see? There's one more. I thought I was crazy. And I was like, I'm sure we spoke about this. It's not not, not in this this drop. It's in a future drop. Okay, that's right. There is a special Tiger Force figure. Great. So now we have to speculate on who that will be. All right, Pat, let's start with the speculation on who that could be. (laughs) And then we'll get to Tiger Force Shipwreck. Who do you think that, that, that Brian will reveal as the. other tiger force figure
1: well at this point there's been a lot of um didn't we didn't we speculate on this like a few weeks back of course
0: we speculate on this every few minutes i'm pretty sure okay
1: uh (laughs) it's not wetsuit we're not hinting that
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's tiger force torpedo obviously I, I, I would be, I would, wouldn't be surprised if he delved into unreleased, if he delved into a little bit of kind of deep cut kind of stuff, because he seems excited about this. Yeah, He seems like, like, oh, you've got one more and you know, you're not going to get it and all that kind of stuff. I mean, you know, someone's just mentioned wreckage, Jason Pentecost mentioned wreckage, that's a good shout, like, you know, AKA S- saber tooth from that kind of unreleased kind of um, era, but then also wreckage as it was released. Um, what would you think about something like that?
1: Um, that would be amazing that I really would enjoy that especially if they named him Sabretooth and the the wreckage deco is a little bit different than what yeah. the Sabretooth deco is going to be so there there could definitely be um, a little bit more lean into the sabertooth if I, if I had my way.
0: David knows how to get his uh, his comment on the screen look lightfoot. No. Tiger Force light but just add yeah, stripes. I,
1: what?
0: Just add stripes. Done.
1: Sure. Uh but they they don't have a, a sculpt for that yet. I, and I would assume that this is something that are, already exists as a sculpt. I don't think that they're going to just make um
0: like a new I, one. I don't
1: think we're going to get it like a Tiger Force Sky Striker out of Ooh, though. Come that, on. That'd be really cool, you know, That's if they cool. d- did like a pre-paint kind of situation with it. But uh, I think when we talked before, like Zartan was on our list
0: because that would be weird. Yeah, uh, but I not think he's excited yeah. about that. I um, think yeah, if it was like if it was like that, talking Battle Commanders General Hawk style, or if it was that Zartan, yeah, I'm not sure how. I mean, it's it's fun and interesting, but you kind of need the three figures. To, he, was, to... he, he was
1: talking to you, so it's it's possible that he was tapping into your love of the UK Tiger Force stuff.
0: That's a good point. Someone did mention Outback. Uh Jay Solo Arts says Outback is that that would actually that wouldn't that's not a bad shout, is it? Because you kind of want Outback at some point. I know he's not Sunbow, but right. there are like as I've as he said in the past when I've spoken to him on interviews multiple times, there's nothing, nothing is off the table necessarily. Right. Like cartoons, comics, obviously comics because he was in the comics massively um and then what else have you got you've got commercials as well which he said yep and anything is 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 possible so that would be a good shout tiger force Pythona, (laughs) that's awesome but i there's so many things we have to discuss um airtight would pair well with shipwreck that would be a good one yes big time big time oh tristan Tiger Force Bat, reprogrammed bat. Now it friend now it's friendly and has a kitty face on the visor. Actually, that's freaking amazing. Yeah, I would be into that. <laughs> that would be that would be phenomenal, actually. I'm down. Can we get that done? Has that that's got a that has to be a custom at some at some point?
1: I'm I'm sure somebody has made a custom of that. I, I would think. Genius, yeah. Tristan. But they would have to give it a, a new name, like because they didn't, it wasn't like it was the Tiger Force Vamp. The Tiger Force uh, Rattler. It would need some sort of new, similar-sounding name, like they'd name him Matt or something like that. <laughs> <you know?
0: laughs> yeah, um, totally. So I'm thinking, if it's if it's if he's excited about it and it's interesting and in that it's probably not going to be your mainline Tiger Force no. characters. Uh, Euro exclusive is definitely on the cards there. But then also unreleased, I think, is uh, is up there. Maybe a ripcord, maybe a torpedo, maybe a saber slash wreckage. All good options, I think. Has he had, has he done torpedo yet? I don't think we've had torpedo, have we? No. Yeah. So that could be a pre paint. Yeah. And what was the other one I mentioned? Other than Firefly repaint, it would be ripcord. Have we had? Rip yeah, cord? maybe Wild Bill even. Oh, Wild Bill's a good. I mean, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of options really at the end of the day. Anyway, like I'm excited for that. That's the speculation over as as to what that figure, <laughs> figure could be. Let's talk about one that was has hit us in the face, and this is the Target exclusive shipwreck repaint, Tiger Force shipwreck. Um, what are your thoughts, Pat? Uh,
1: I'll definitely be looking for this one. It being a Target exclusive, I will want to make sure I pick it up. I did pick up a bunch of reaction figures recently, and it, at this point, you know, I've picked them up when I'm like, oh, that's a. I've been Buying the ones I specifically want, and then getting deals on others. Yeah, I I need to make a list and go down it and and check check it off and see where I am, because I have a good chunk of the reaction figures at this point.
0: That's awesome. Uh, I want I've kind of been picky and choosy with the uh, with these, but this is one that if I probably see it, I'll be like, oh yeah, I, I might have to grab that. Uh, the tiger force and python patrol are just they're buzzing my berries. So I like the fact that we're getting these ones, which are more traditional choices, oddly enough, considering it is an international homage. There we mm-hmm. go. Marujo, Commandos Emetau, uh, Estrella, Brazil, Brazil. Um, I don't know why I have to say it like that every time, it's ridiculous, but I do. And this particular figure is an interesting one. And if we kind of you know go back and forth between the two. You can see a few differences that are kind of popping up here with the reaction figure. Obviously, the reaction figure is short sleeve. So that's one thing to note on this one, Pat. And also the, uh, the accessories that he comes with, M16 and a bazooka originally. that's Those are two weapons, by the way, that are in this reaction line already. We've seen it. We've, we've seen bazooka with the bazooka. We've seen a snow serpent with the bazooka hmm. or whatever that thing is with the bazooka. We've seen the bazooka already is what I'm getting at. And an M16. So I'm surprised they didn't give him those weapons. Yeah, that's
1: true. Um, I, I don't know. I think that people who are, the the, the shift of it being not Marujo and being shipwreck, I think it makes sense to include some more shipwreck characteristic accessories. I think that if they would have included those, uh, a lot of people would have looked at that and thought, well, why does shipwreck come with that? Right. You know, yeah, no. Yeah. No. would have I, changed the art and everything. I think that it's better the way that it is. Yeah, that's a good
0: point. Actually, um, this is more more a Tiger Force shipwreck homage than it is a Maruho homage, if that makes any sense. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, and this is interesting as well because we wanted to also make a point of this particular uh, at this particular juncture because Pat and I just recorded the most. Well, we will we'll be out hopefully in the next couple of days. The next monthly episode, which is all about GI Joe International. And Pat and I have, based on the fact that Glenda was revealed as the second tier in the HasLab, Pat and I have done a, we, we, Justin was out on this one, unfortunately, but Pat and I have gone through some c- figures, characters, uh, international exclusive characters and figures that we'd like to see introduced into the classified series. So you can expect that over the weekend, maybe going into next week, uh, depends how fast I can edit two hours worth, Pat of us gabbing about international figures. Can you believe that? Well, wow.
1: yeah, that's it, it is a long time. Well, that includes the extra I think for two hours. Yeah,
0: so. that's an hour and a half of the regular episode and about half an hour of the uh, yeah, just a lot of stuff to to get to you, which is fine. Um anyway, that is Tiger Force Shipwreck at target right now. Uh is it 2049? I thought the they were year? I thought they were is that how much they 2023?
1: <laughs> yeah, the price. Ah, you know what? It, it looks like it. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's weird. It, uh, every single reaction figure, like character by character at Target, I swear, is a different price. And part of that, I think, is because of price increases, but also because they have dropped the price probably based on quantities on hand uh, rather than just putting them on deep clearance. So. Right. Like you'll have some of them be like 17, some of them 19, some of them 15. It's, it's very strange in the store.
0: Yeah, that is kind of weird, but I, I was actually surprised to see that. I thought they were, I can't, I honestly can't remember. I knew they were about 20 bucks, but I didn't know they were, that was the price point.
1: Weird. Yeah, I've never seen them above 20. That's new for target.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, that's Tiger for shipwreck next up. We ha- And also, yeah, check out the interview I did with Brian Flynn most recently. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And you kind of feel that, I mean, a lot of people were a bit upset with the fact that they're not going to get the Flint and Lady J Ultimates heads replaced. Uh, that's currently where they're, they're at as Super 7 are at at the moment. They're, I don't think they're going to be doing anything in the near future to address that, um, mainly because the I think the argument was something along the lines of because it wasn't like, wasn't one of those things they felt was necessary necessary to replace like it wasn't broken it wasn't faulty uh there was effectively you can kind of get away with it but i mean i you know you may have different mindset to that i was kind of half expecting them to do like a little replacement head type scenario so i i would have to say that i was surprised that they, they're not doing anything about that um but like i said you can check the interview out brian explains it better than i can And uh, there you go, cool. Um, Right then, next up, and we have a bit of heavy duty trademark news. Hasbro have applied for a new toy trademark at the United States Patent and Trademark Office, aka the USPTO. The trademark was for Heavy Duty and was filed under Goods and Services, Toy Action Figures and Accessories Therefore. This isn't a renewal, however, as the previous Heavy Duty trademark is still active on the site. This begs the question, are we going to see Heavy Duty in the Classified series? There's your question, Pat.
1: Yes, I guess. (laughs) I would I would assume that he was going to be coming at some point anyway because heavy duty over time became one of the uh, not the core character hump, but he's in there somewhere in the list of the top joes.
0: Yeah, he kind of like replaced roadblock in a sense, didn't he, for a period of time? And for a period
1: of time, yeah. And his inclusion in Rise of Cobra also I think helps to solidify him as one of the major figures or one of the major characters.
0: Yeah, I, um, I've got to say, heavy duty, the first figure is actually a real beauty. Like it's a it really is. good, really good figure. And we'll kind of get into that in a second. Uh, just on the last thing, sorry, Matt has given us a super chat here. Thanks for the super chat, Matt. Personally, I felt like Brian's response was nonchalant for a $55 figure with an ugly unpainted face. I'm out on ultimates moving forward. That's your personal preference, Matt. And I totally understand it. Like I said, I think i was i was surprised i'm not going to lie i was surprised that they didn't or they they weren't going to do something about it necessarily um because i don't know I, I don't know i kind of feel like i haven't got them in hand yet so as soon as i do i'll make that decision as well myself that judgment call but i am i, I, I think i'm just saying I'm, I'm surprised it didn't happen but that again that's up to you matt and thank you for the super chat mate really appreciate it um anyway back to heavy duty. Um, yeah, that's the, we don't really need to, I mean, it's kind of a bit bland looking at the, uh, the actual, (laughs) there's a web page, guys. It's nice, isn't it? Pretty. Okay. That's the trademark. This is
1: the kind of thing that I kind of just always assumed was happening in the background and I don't always need to worry about it. I'm more, more super interested whenever there's something that they're filing that,
0: uh, is less expected, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, what, what there was one not like <laughs> there was one not long ago that they filed, and that was like a ah I can't, was it Helix? I can't remember which one it was. They 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 did one like not too long ago this year at least, and I, I remember thinking, oh that's interesting. But yeah, this one like I don't know. Yeah, I, I get the same feeling that you do. Like that this must be going on a, a lot of the time, or. They just do the usual thing where it's Lamont Heavy Duty Ellis or, you know, Edward Torpedo Lea Loa or, you know, Stuart Outback Selkirk where they do that. Sometimes
1: that's to protect both.
0: Oh, right. That's why in,
1: yeah, in like Rise of Cobra, you did have Conrad Duke Hauser as well as Duke on the shelves. That way they
0: were protecting both names. Interesting. I just assumed they utilized that to get around having to use... Um, you know, like a. I think, I think it depends on the situation. Yeah, I think sometimes if they can't,
1: if they ne- can't necessarily use a name, or they think they probably can, I think that they toss in, you know, the Aaron Ambush McMahon. Yeah. Then other times, it's uh, the fact that they they want to make sure that both versions are protected.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, what about okay? Let's talk classified then, because this is what we're kind of gearing towards I think um this will probably be a deluxe figure if they do anything like his original weapon system right uh yeah I would
1: think so I mean that's a there's a lot there although you know the missiles on the side could be proportionally scaled down a lot if they were to go bigger like looking at his package art it looks he looks a lot different uh, like, look at how big the missiles look on the side of that, compared to how big they actually look on the toy.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, I kind of—it's funny. It's like the desk portion on the artwork is bigger, <laughs> but the <It's laughs> the down. filing the filing cabinet portion is smaller. But the missiles are bigger on the on the figure. It's hilarious. the, the I I always assumed it was his desk. He was just picking it up and walking outside. And <laughs> He's sitting there.
1: You like always said he didn't want to be behind a desk. And so heavy duty shows him exactly how you do both.
0: This is how you do it, mate. This is how you this is how you work a desk job and blow up helicopters. Ready? Uh amazing. Um talking Joe says uh, Mark says Chris calls himself Diagnostic Azy, but literally no one else does McLeod. That's hilarious. <laughs> that is hilarious. Um, it's Mark can I just clarify it's just my handle so it's just easy for them for people to find me on other things it's not because I call myself that but that is funny as hell um, yeah so yeah this beauty Um, I definitely think will work so well in a classified sense as well and you know missiles you can see it in a sense already like in play I can kind of see it happening yeah, I'm curious
1: what they would do with the targeting system, you know, at a larger scale. I would assume that it would have, yeah, that it would be something something interesting, the way that it would move into position or what it would clip onto, how they would handle that.
0: Oh, details hat, as well. Details. I, I as well. wonder You'd if have...
1: his hat would be able to come off or... Um, yeah. Yeah, it would be really cool to be able to turn it around both ways.
0: Exactly. I think I said that on my... I did a live when this news broke and I said I'd love it with a removable cap because then you'd have, A, you'd have a a snapback baseball cap in the line, which would be freaking awesome. Yeah. Uh, And then you'd have, you know, you could put it on forwards or you could put it on backwards and, you know, you could have that nice... In fact, they could do it uh, flat and clear on the front and put a tampo of Joe on it and then use it again for other characters like Hardball or Cutter or you know things like stuff like that. I think that'd be really, really cool.
1: Yeah, that would be really cool. I'd enjoy that.
0: Yeah, I'm also like excited. I'd, I'd imagine they would use a naked body, a body, and then put a secondary kind of torn jacket over him. Uh, I'm not sure if they'd make a torso with that. What do you think? I don't know.
1: I think that that might be that might look that might look too bulky, but they probably could get away with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting one. Plus, I love his his pants uh, camo as well. I think that would be pretty dope. If that, in actual fact, it might be make more sense to make the torso the, the sleeveless jacket and then the bandolier the secondary, right? Where you're not, yeah, you're not kind of overdoing it. Alternatively, you incorporate the bandolier into the jacket secondary, uh, you know, molded wise. I don't know. Uh, yeah,
1: you need to look big and uh, strong, regardless. Totally. But, um... He's going to and be ta- a big figure.
0: And the tattoos on the bicep as well, the two kind of like crossed out cobra tattoo things on his arm. That'd be kind of fun. Um, yeah. I wonder if we'll get him as a name reveal soon in order to just confirm,
1: like if they see that this is out there, might as well just put him in as a name reveal. But with that out there, I would, I would assume that he's actually uh, not as soon in the pipeline as as a lot of other things like we're not looking at a 2023 figure here for sure
0: that's a good point uh either two two things here they're scrambling (laughs) to, to make sure it's ready uh like the the admin side of it or you're you're probably more right on that one Pat you're probably correct it is very likely that it's just further along in that kind of process um but yeah and also it doesn't always necessarily line up that they're making figures based on trademarks. Like you say, sometimes they're just protecting them. Sometimes they're just renewing them. Sometimes yeah. This isn't a renewal, but sometimes they're doing something for other reasons, and it just, you know, it could be anything. So uh, it's more than likely, though, we'll see this heavy, uh, heavy duty in the classified series. No, I, for one, am all about it, and really am excited to see them do it. And more so, and I said this to Pat before we went on, his weapon system looks like something you'd see on Bloomin' Centurion's. Like something that Jake Rockwell or Max Ray would rock, uh, or even Ace McLeod, which I should have gone with, seeing as that's my name. Um, But yeah, like, what do you think? You think that's Centurion's vibe? A little bit, but now that you mention the desk, I I like that better. (laughs) How funny would it be if it was a deluxe figure that came with a desk that transformed into a missile launches on the side that that would be so funny. Oh,
1: now now you're getting into what I imagine is the current mask line. Like I there think that's go. the
0: kind of thing that they could do for mask. Desk desk forming friggin' Oh, that's amazing. I'm I'm down. I'm down. Um is this vehicle his mobile toilet? Yes. Yes it is. Except he literally just cracks out the bottom look. So he's just leaving it on the floor. That's how that works. Um, hopefully it's Star Brigade heavy duty in full camo armor, right? That would be mental. Um, yeah. They could probably use Cobra Island roadblock buck. Yeah, they could actually. They probably could. They probably, but then yeah. that Yeah, I, I thought they were gonna I thought you were gonna go and say they could use the Cobra Island roadblock entirely there, Matt, based on on everyone thinking it was heavy duty at the time. I remember when that when that was revealed. God, that was a long time ago. I think I was doing I was doing a random interview with with Eric Aranya on a wrestling podcast, and we were they were talking about Gi Joe's because they were, they were into Gi Joe stuff, right? So they got us on to talk about Gi Joe, right? And as we're talking about it, the Cobra Island stuff was revealed that night. And so we're on the call talking about it, and they're like, oh, look, what just was revealed. And we're like, oh, my God. So I had to kind of obviously rush and do some uh, multitasking. But I remember looking at that from a distance and not realizing it was roadblock and thought it was heavy duty. Did you have that feeling or not? I think that I would actually heard the name roadblock
1: associated with it before I clicked on it. So no, I didn't really have that experience. We uh, may even be able to use the rock and roll body. Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, that's true. Actually, I think I'm. Just... Oh no that that one. He has sleeves. That's not going to work. I'm trying to think of who. Well, I mean, they're going to have. I mean, I'm sure Buzzer might have a similar kind of torso,
1: not uh, in size, sure. but in
0: that ripped sleeve kind of jacket thing.
1: Yeah, it's like a ripped shirt. Uh, the only mm. other character I can think of with a ripped shirt would be what Sergeant Savage.
0: I knew you were going to bring... We can't go five minutes, can we? It's like, if Justin's on the show, it's it's Sigma Six. <laughs> when I'm talking, it's Tiger Force, Euro exclusives. I got a oh. long pause after that. I, I get scared. Yeah, I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm done. I quit. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yeah, so anyway, heavy duty. I think we're both on the uh, let's do this for classified scenario yeah. side of the fence. And also... Yeah, okay. It's probably going to happen, guys. It's probably going to happen. Let's face it. Uh, Anyway. Um, Actually, Mr. Cheeseburger says it has to have a new buck. Okay. Get one that's in between Roadblock and Rock and Roll or Bazooka. In between there. Make another torso. Ever so slightly different in scale. Uh, I I don't know. I think he's he's a pretty beefy dude, Heavy Duty. And obviously, if you've got to carry your desk around, you know you're going to have how funny would it be just put like a little pot of pens on on one of the flat surfaces and a stapler on the other side uh i'm going to have it's to do that stapler. <laughs> right then next up guys and this was probably the biggest news of the week obviously this was the pre-orders for classified <laughs> It was yet another monumental week in the world of classified pre-orders, as we got three more beauties revealed on Wednesday. Technically, the information and images dropped the day before, but my word did we get some instant classics in this group. Grunt was revealed first and looked phenomenal with that new secondary, flip-down mobile device, sunbow laser rifle and steel core helmet to force him into the army building category. We also got to see low light in all of his glory, with a solid loadout, rifle bag, modular sniper rifle and that very cool wind gauge device. The goggles are a nice touch and his box art had us all wondering who those troopers were in the background. Finally, the Snow Serpent was revealed, stealing the show with a deluxe accessory package including a wolf head and pelt cape for added insanity. Throw in Bazooka's bazooka and backpack and that snowboard and you have a lot of fun homage from a number of different figures. Yojo June is the month that keeps on giving as we turn our focus to next week and what other classified reveals we could see on the 28th. Don't worry, we're not behind on the news. The next news item will cover exactly what we're getting next week. Do, have no fear. Um, so we're just doing this in like, hi, like you know, it's like a historical timeline of the week. Uh, so yes, Yojo June, Day 21 Classified Reveals, Pat, Grunt, Low Light, Snow Serpent. Pretty dope group of figures that popped up uh, on Wednesday, would you say? Yeah, Snow Serpent probably was the one that surprised me the most. Yeah, you. you well, we'll get to that. We'll start with, um, so we'll get to your most surprised a little bit later on. Obviously, Emily and Lenny joined us to talk about these figures. And obviously, Grunt was the first one up. So let's go through this one first. Now, um, I'm, I am was definitely won over. When I saw the digital render, I was like, yeah, cool. That's all right. Not bad. Uh, they've done a few th- updates to him. Pretty cool. And then I see this figure and I'm like, this is actually really this is an underground sleeper hit for me like just the figure as a figure there's so much cool stuff going on here um and so obviously one of the main additions was that kind of secondary vest thing they have given him uh obviously he's, he's got the backpack he's got the helmet he's got um the the rifles which are pretty dope uh but then that secondary man just looks so dope
1: yeah i really like the flip down thing that he comes with um I I don't know right (laughs) you can make a Lenny dance while you make the thing flip down oh Uh, ruined it yeah it's it's pretty cool the way that that works and the fact that they just gave him something a little more interesting and and what they're doing with the original the original team in order to make sure that they don't become uh kind of stale
0: yeah that like. You mean you I mean you could have just done grunt as a basic green army body, just like the figure, but I don't think it really translates very well. Um, like, you know, great at the time, totally uh, you know, the OG 13 are cool like that, but there is definitely a lot of surface area on some of them. So I think like in with this, like giving a few more details, throwing a new thing in there, plus, if you want, I'm pretty I think I'm not sure if you can take the secondary off, but you can certainly remove it customizable wise uh, because it is effectively a secondary and then you've got you know you've probably got a very basic grunt figure there that that looks very much like the, the vintage yeah some of the classified figures have
1: like you know gaps where things plug in in their chests and i'm curious what is under him if that's a possibility or if there's just a possibility that uh we may end up with like a the snake Eyes body in green at some point and it would just be a matter of popping heads onto the bodies because there is that possibility with some of this, some of the original original team. There were different shades of green used across several figures. Yeah. But uh, there, there is the option of eventually them releasing enough, enough green figures that you could just pop together your original team with maybe some custom made accessories based on the, the snake eyes uh, that's out at Walmart.
0: Yeah. Um, Somewhere at
1: Walmart, I can't find one.
0: Um, Lucas said, hard to army build in when you can't remove the name, but I intend to get a second one, erase the name and change it. to yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but again, it's actually really easy to take that off. Um, I think Paul Pamphilone, Plastic Battles, shout out to Paul, was giving a little kind of, um, he was giving examples the other night on his Thursday Night Battles show. Um, you can get like a Q-tip with, uh, I can't remember, you know, like paint remover basically on it. And you can just give it a rub across there, across that that white thing, and it'll take that right off. So it's actually quite an easy fix if you want to do so. Um, but I know what you mean, Luke. It's not—it's not exactly, you know, you don't want to have to do ex- extra things unless you're a customizer. You don't really want to have to do extra things to to that kind of uh, thing. The other thing is, you could just make a tiny little sticker with a name on it.
1: I was just going to say, I would prefer a sticker because I don't like just. I don't really resell my stuff, but just for resale value, I don't want to be permanently altering figures. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I I do see that as a a valid criticism of this one, and it's interesting that it ended up on him.
0: Have you ever sold anything, Pat, out of interest?
1: You know, the only time I ever sell anything is when I have multiples. Right. Just check. I don't really... Yeah. Things tend to to not get get bought to begin with if
0: I don't want them. That's true. That's a very good point, actually. Um, Graves is like Private Ryan. There's five of them in the military. I like it. If you get five of them, there are. Um, Ray says, Hasbro's latest offerings are giving us customizers less and less to do. It's a good complaint. Uh, <laughs> well, Ray, you do some amazing customs, mate. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Ray Murphy. If you haven't checked out Ray Murphy, go do that right now. Um, he's on Instagram. as Is it Ray Murphy G G-I-J, I J G I J A F. I want to say? Um, anyway, go check him out. Search Ray Murphy on uh, Instagram. You'll find all of his amazing images. Put it in the, in the comments, Ray, and I'll read it out, mate. Um, in fact, I'll put it up on screen and so then people can see it. Anyway, um, moving on. This is the winner for me. This little flip down mobile device is phenomenal and really cool. And I was excited to see what they were going to do with the little design on the actual you know uh, tablet screen. And it's kind of fun. Someone said the other day it looks like mountains and the, z- the, z- the O is pointing out where Alpine is.
1: <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I think that that's supposed to be kind of like a heartbeat sensor or something, like when you're playing a... Uh, I don't know if there's a real, such a real thing in real life, but it reminds me of playing Call of Duty.
0: What is it? I've seen it in so many... Okay, Jurassic World. When the TAC team are going to try and find the 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 dinosaur that are, that's, that's running amok, I forget which one it is. It's the uh, it's got a weird name. Indominus it's the, Rex. Indominus Rex. So they're like looking for it, and it's camouflaging the trees, and it starts picking them off one by one. And back in the yeah. you know, they're back in the thing, and you see all of their like life support systems going like flatlining and going red. That's kind of what this reminds me of too. Yeah, big time. And then or, obviously Call of Duty, Aliens is a big one. Yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Because they've got all the head, head cams as well, don't they? Kind of showing you where they're going and stuff. And I would say if somebody
1: was going to create a sticker kit at all, like to have na- different nameplates, it would be cool if there were different inserts. Because it looks like that's kind of recessed. So if you had a thin sticker, you probably could change that so that different characters, like if you have army builders, you have different ones have different
0: things in there. That would be cool, man. That would be really cool. So, yeah, like a little sticker for a name. Oh, someone's got to do that. Let's do, let's, let's push who, who, who usually does the tampos for those kind of things, Pat? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, would love to see some like custom tampos on that, definitely. Um, yeah, and then. That's a good point, actually, Travis. Yeah, whenever they make improvements or upgrades or adjustments, it's so we can get the classified version and still see a retro vintage carded version in the future—a dumbed-down snow serpent, etc. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing the snow serpent uh, as a retro figure, where it's like, you know, it comes with a tennis racket, snowshoes, maybe a yeah. little, maybe that little uh, mortar missile type thing as well. Uh, you know, and then but like minimize what it comes with, but make it very similar to the original loadout, and then. Paint the, um, the the pieces, you know, the the secondary elements more more of that rich blue color. Um, but we'll um, get to that in a second. But that's a great point, Trav. Thank you very much. Oh, Ray, there you go. It is Ray Murphy. G I J A F. I was correct. I think it's G I Joe Action Force, but it could be G I Joe as, and I won't say that word. But that's amazing, Ray. Thank you very much. And if you, yeah, go check him out on Instagram. Ray Murphy is an amazing, amazing customizer. You probably already already know everyone that's on this episode probably already knows that anyway so it's cool um shark eyes says a custom naked hd tampo for pat for sure like it like you're thinking i did that so low key just to just to jokingly see if you noticed as i was saying that um oh bad mother tattoos are a great ebay store for this thank you leon so that's yeah they were, I remember meeting them at JoeCon. They had a lot of really
1: cool stuff and a lot of cool stuff on display too that they had done. Like I remember a 12 inch figure that they had just covered with uh their their they had have a lot of water slides
0: as nice. I recall, so it really nice. Good.
1: And you could do that as a water slide, that would look better as, than a sticker.
0: Yeah, big time. So for those that are wondering if you just joined, we're talking about possibly changing the name tag um and even the screen on his mobile device. Uh, yeah, let's. That'd be great if they could do something like that, big time. Um, RKW. Well, we'll get to that in a sec. Sorry, RKW. We'll talk about that in a second about the snow serpent pictures and how some look like it's blue, some look like some look a bit black. We'll work it out. Um, right. So that's awesome, and I love that flip down mobile device. It's great. Um, what else was someone saying that made me laugh? Oh, someone because they could just be what he could just be watching Full Force on it, and that's very true. Grunt could be watching the Full Force Weekly, exactly. What is it, Pat? It's the Full Force Weekly on Grunt. <laughs> on Grunt's chest. Um, this this was a nice shot as well. This made me kind of very excited at the thought of not only Steel Core but that laser rifle looks wicked, doesn't it? For sure.
1: Yeah, I I really like the fact that they're including that. I would have liked this to have made itself earlier into the line so that we'd be looking at like the fourth or fifth release of
0: it already. Yeah. I think right this is my this is my thought process right. I haven't actually confirmed this with anyone but my my theory on this is that if they'd have given Snow Job the rifle in a deluxe figure it's more expensive. You're not going to army build snow job. He is literally snow job. Do you know what I mean? You're more than likely just going to get one snow job, but maybe two if you do the one in and one out scenario, right? Yeah. So if you throw it in there, you kind of lose the opportunity to kit out the rest of the team with it. But if you throw it in with Grunt, who is effectively technically an army builder now as well, you give people yeah. the opportunity at a, at a lower price point to buy more of them and to incentivize the army building thing with grunt too so i think that's why they did it like this i think that gun was was designed and ready to go way before snowjob was revealed as a figure and i think they've done this on purpose to give collectors a break if you know what i mean
1: yeah strangely i don't definitely need it with snowjob i would have probably tossed it in the steel core pack um, and a future Duke should probably come with it as well.
0: Oh, that's a great shout, actually. Yeah, definitely. If they do that, well, they're doing that retro Duke, aren't they? So I think we might see that rifle with him. That would be yeah. pretty phenomenal. Um, if you wear a steel core helmet, are you steel core? Yeah, and that's it. That's all you need to do. There's no other requirement, entry requirement. Or, or you're anti-venom. It could be that. Too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Still, you're still caught or anti venom, definitely. Uh, how is your anti venom anyway? Um, <laughs> anti, as in you know, oh, you would okay. say auntie, but I would say anti. Aunt, how is your anti venom? She's all right, she's on pills, right? Next up, um, oh, Charco says they may even throw them in the rumored armory with chuckles. Yes, that uh, SDCC ah, that's chuckles. A good, that's that a really one, good call, yeah, yeah, big yeah, time, that's a good one, along with uh, a single. Havoc Missile. Uh, It's got to happen. If it doesn't happen, that is a missed opportunity, in my opinion. Um, Anyway. Oh, yeah. That's true, actually, Figure 6 Pack. Grunt is an infantry squad leader. That is a very good point. So, obviously, he needs to lead a squad, doesn't he? He needs to lead an infantry squad. Absolutely. Uh, It makes sense. It just makes loads of sense. Um, Actually, Scarlet as well. With the retro Scarlet coming out, you'd expect her to maybe have that rifle too if they're going to do like a retro kind of Sunbowy type thing. Yeah, that's true. I could see that. Okay. Next, uh the back of uh grunt. There you go. There's a little bit of detail on that secondary on the back as well, like a nice bit of padding and stuff which is cool. Um and then we've got, you know, him with like now that's a head sculpt. This the steel core helmet, it's not a helmet. So it won't just go on his head. It replaces his head. Uh so just to make that clear to everyone that is a head sculpt, not a helmet um but he does have a helmet look at that shot mate how cool is that
1: it works really well is
0: that the the gun that's holstered
1: down behind him
0: yeah that's on the belt on the back yeah definitely yeah very cool i just love i love how the helmet looks with this figure it it transforms it man It, it creates it's created a whole new sub team of steel core figures it's wicked yeah it does look really good uh, and then we've got this shot. Again, this is him being an infantry squad leader with the steel core behind him, uh, which is pretty dope as well. Again, cracking shots. I think this was uh, Shooting the Galaxy. Did the product shots again. Ugh, just unbelievable work. The, 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 pro, the product shots are so good. It blows my mind. Uh, so yeah, great shout, shout out to Shooting the Galaxy for the amazing shots. Uh, pretty, they're all mainline retail, uh, mainline retail, so you can get these pretty much everywhere uh sold out i think snow serpent is sold out on pulse but that was always going to happen um because that's what i think people that's their kind of safe bet so everyone just goes and does that and then maybe everywhere else is a secondary opportunity option isn't it that's probably what happens i think a lot of the time
1: yeah i thought he sold out uh like a day later on amazon
0: as well did he wow well yeah but he's mainline he's He's mainline mainline. retail he's gonna show up everywhere everywhere Yeah. yeah um yeah, and then obviously, to, so there's Grunt, and then we've got the packaging, a nice clear packaging shot finally. And I zoomed in on a couple of spots just to see if there was anything really going on. And I think all we've got here is almost like an homage to uh Snake Eyes, uh, where he gets his you know his injuries basically saving Scarlet from the downed helicopter uh, accident. I think that's what they're going for with this kind of desert kind of theme because it looks like he's desert themed. You've got um. Desert Commando Snake Eyes, which obviously has the helicopter in the background as well, so it's tying the two thematically together. Uh, so it looks like it's going to be Snake Eyes as a Desert Commando and and Grunt and the rest of his infantry, his Steel Corps infantry, in this narrative. Um, and it, you know, there's also I would shout out like you know Black Hawk Down and things like that. You know, like those kind of modern military kind of uh, films. Modern, how long ago has that been out? It's probably about twenty years old now, isn't it? Two thousand. Three maybe correct 20 years old I was not expecting that uh, anyway modern-ish military movies um, you know what I'm saying so but anyway very cool stuff now low light um, again very awesome introduction into the line I think highly everyone expected this one at some point and then we got the name only drop and then we got the digital render and now we got the figure so Pat are you happy with how he turned out
1: Yes, um, it, you know it's it's one of those things we talked about many times that Pursuit of Cobra set a really high bar. Yeah, uh, that I think is is difficult to meet and to include all those accessories. There are some things with that Pursuit of Cobra figure that I don't think we're are, are like mainstays for low light that have to be done every single time. I will say I'm a little concerned about the living hinge on the the rifle case on the rifle case yeah 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 i mean and my concerns twofold it's uh well it does fold um but it's twice (laughs) yeah twice it's it's the it's the fact that uh sometimes if the plastic's too rigid it will cause the thing to tend to pop open yep and sometimes if it's not flexible enough on that hinge get that white mark yep. that just looks terrible even if it doesn't break yep and so i'm really curious to see what kind of plastic this is if it's really flexible you know how how it holds up and and the works um, so that's a little bit of a concern for me
0: yeah no I, I have to agree with that one definitely um i just want to answer this, que- ask, ask, answer this question from jarhead are eels going to be available again um yeah They'll they'll be the, the, there'll be more opportunities to pick up eels jarhead yeah definitely they'll um, um, probably you'll what'll probably happen is they'll just randomly appear on Amazon uh, at the most you know inopportune moment during the day when you can't get to a laptop or your phone uh, that's usually what happens yeah. and how it goes down and then about but they will come back into Amazon a hundred percent it you know I'm I'm not like you look at the past um, every Amazon exclusive has had about four or five revisits to the the site, minimum. Um, So I think Eels is going to have the same situation, definitely. So don't worry, there'll there'll be other opportunities to get Eels. And I'm almost certain they'll pop up on Hasbro Pulse again at some point in small quantities again. Again, at the most inopportune moment, definitely. Um, Yeah, need a Mad Marauders version, says the figure six pack. Uh oh yeah for sure well I think that that's kind of inevitable don't you think it's got to be that like him spirit uh mutton junkyard who eventually will I I suppose we'll see soon this year at least I hope um and who else was the other footloose is the other one isn't it barbecue yeah barbecue we've got
1: and barbecue we already have yeah
0: yeah so definitely the ones we have currently uh low light and spirit I could uh, yeah
1: and the sarge as well duh. Well, of course. I think that was just going without saying.
0: Well, it was going without saying because I wasn't saying it. Like an idiot, missed it out. Uh, anyway, low light, awesome. I, I love the extra, additional, like padded detail on his his backpack. So well, nice. Well, it
1: looks like it's like that Molly system. Is that right? The the military system. Uh, oh yeah, it is. You're right. Yeah, so that you can have different stuff in there. Little straps, basically, isn't it? Correct,
0: yeah. Yeah, do you know what? It didn't even look like, yeah, it just looked like a nice, like, you know, textured padding. No, you're 100% right, yeah. Um, Yeah, big time. I will also say, I love on the back of the rifle pack, it's got different textured sections as well.
1: Yeah, that looks like he has different stuff stored there. I also think that the way that the rifle, that the larger size... Uh, since you have to have a specific thickness of wall just to make something, that the larger size for the figure is really working out as far as not having the rifle case be too bulky. Because yeah. that was kind of... Bulk kind of was an issue on the Pursuit of Cobra figure.
0: It also looks like there's a backpack hole on the rifle case, so it you does, can put, yeah. plug the backpack into that and then the rifle case into his back, so you can have all. you can have both items uh, at the same time. Um yeah. <laughs> it looks that like he's trying to <laughs> the one did that i think right leon says it looks like he's trying to zap emily it does doesn't it, it looks like he's trying to get her with his uh, suppressor that's hilarious um yeah you're right 100% um do you think they would reuse this for someone like bullhorn by the way oh that would be amazing wouldn't it
1: i i do enjoy Bull- bullhorn that what a what a classic figure man whenever that thing came out and he had the buildable rifle that was really cool
0: such uh, it, quite a random figure to have that because as a negotiator you're nowhere near the rifle like someone else is up there behind you on a building top and you're just going get down don't jump though come down Maybe the stairs. It's part of his
1: negotiation process he just is like while he's talking he's very threatening So he's slowly um, building a rifle
0: I can currently see you in my scope. <laughs> um nice nice purple top you're wearing and they're like what 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 um yeah i uh, i would love to see bullhorn he's an underrated figure in my opinion i think he's one of those ones that goes under the radar often yeah you know those 1990 figures they're coming with a lot of accessories
1: and there's stuff that he comes with that i could have just seen them leaving out
0: yeah, if you do a bullhorn, you'd have to be deluxe, in my opinion. You'd have to get loads of gear in that. All the cool, all the stuff—the I mean, yeah. the 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 you know the megaphone thing, gas the um, the gut, ga- yeah, the gas mask, the uh, the rifle, the breakdown modular rifle in the case. Isn't there some other case he comes with as well? well he comes with another rifle,
1: and then he comes with like the bullhorn that looks kind of like it's also a gun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like um, just I'm, it's not a gun. I just want to talk you down. Put the put the put the gun down. It's not a gun, I swear. Uh, and then he shoots them with it. It's probably a flamethrower. Anyway, uh, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm awesome. Low light. Back to low light. Some great promo shots again. There's a good shot there, Pat, of the living hinge that you can uh, see. Oh yeah, there is.
1: Yeah, a lot of times though, the, these early shots are samples. So yeah. I. I don't really know um, what to expect. You know, it's you, we can gauge our expectations, but it, it's different once you have something in hand.
0: Yeah, uh, and there's the rifle too, which actually looks pretty cool. It's got a bipod on there, which is, you can kind of just see near his left hand. Uh, but that does look cool. I think that's one hell of a weapon for him. Isn't it? He looks he looks good with that uh, low light. Like, it, yeah, I'm I'm really into this figure, man. Yeah, and they've textured other areas of the uh, weapons case too. So it's not just flat surface in there. It's really nice. What I would say here as well is that with the Pursuit of Cobra figure, there was that element of bulkiness that was almost overwhelming at times that you couldn't get him in like positions and stuff. And I love that figure. I've even customized yeah. a Pursuit of Cobra low light into Dino Hunter's colors and uh, did the same with Ambush. And I love those those figures as they are, as you can kind of get them in some poses but low light, unfortunately, is really restricted in getting into some cool positions. This figure looks like he's probably going to be pretty cool in terms of posability.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see what he looks like, you know, laying... Yeah, exactly, laying down, seeing
0: how close he can get to that, to that pose. Interesting they didn't have him in that pose in any of the product shots, though, and I wonder if it's because the head doesn't go all the way back and I'm surprised they didn't do something about that with this particular figure. Like you'd think that if any of them needed some sort of like major neck articulation, it would be this one.
1: Well, I'm going to count on all the uh, action figure photographers for this one to to pull this figure out and to give him, you know, that pose as close yeah. as it can possibly be achieved.
0: Definitely. Um, oh, there's some good shouts here. Someone just mentioned uh where was it this was a while ago actually sorry i've missed it uh, but i want to get back to it where the hell did you make the comment it anyway someone was listing figures uh from that era and they were right they were all absolute bangers and i've completely lost it where was it how long ago was this comment months ago by the looks of things um anyway i've lost it now sorry guys Effectively, it was like, you know, uh, free fall, and um, I've completely
1: forgotten. Oh, yeah, the there were some really great figures from 1990. From yeah, that's a good year for Joes.
0: Absolute bangers. Um, yeah, cool. All right, next. Um, goggles. I like the fact that we've got goggles that look r- really good over his eyes and good yeah. on his hat and good just not being there at all. <laughs> I like that no matter what option you choose, he looks good with them
1: yeah they didn't talk about the the potential of them stretching out and just kind of looking at the way that the everything is shaped. It looks like that's not going to be an issue,
0: yeah. I don't think there's going to be an issue. It looks like it sits on his nose and his ears um when it's in like you know, kind of like just kind of like stays there. And then when you put it up, it probably sits in that kind of like fold on his on his beanie, yeah, even that, the fact that they've given him such detailed like fold and and texture in the hat, like you don't need to do that weird like twisted, almost fold on the front, do you? Really? That doesn't need to happen. Well,
1: I think that the, the, that the kind of detail, I'm, I'm starting to kind of expect it from this scale.
0: Yeah. It's just good. I like it. It is good. Uh, yeah. And then, uh, obviously, yeah, with the, the shots of the goggles, uh, they're the goggles up as well, by the way. So, like I said, he looks great in all those different options, like, you know, without the goggles, with the goggles, and with the goggles on top of his head. Uh I just like that. Sometimes you can look a bit dorky because it looks a bit big on the top of your head. You put them over the eyes and they don't fit right. Um, you know, you take them off and he looks like he's missing something. So it could have been it could have been a bit crap and it turned out actually really, really dope. And I actually really like the fact that his torso is molded, not a secondary. So you've got again way more opportunity for posability and, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, for sure. That was one of the things that was an issue with that Pursuit Cobra figure, and the red, the classic red uh, shoulder, the GI Joe shoulder red padding looks great going into there. There's a lot of I don't know, it just looks there's there's a lot of extra stuff going on with it, and I'm really into it. Uh, definitely uh, was the best call with the with the you know with the, with the body. Um, okay. Oh, the wind gauge. Can we talk about the wind gauge? Because this is a great addition. So
1: Yeah, I didn't know what this was. I don't think that's what it was. In the pursuit of Cobra figure, was it?
0: Well, on in the pursuit of Cobra figure, there's that little one with a red screen, and it's it look it's it's called a GPS locator slash communicator, and so I thought that's what this was, and, yeah. and so I'm going yeah, it's just a communicator. It's kind of cool, and then someone goes, actually, I think you'll find it's an anemometer. Says Flaffle fifty seven. Thank you, um, or a wind gauge. So effectively, you know, snipers use it to, uh, you know, check the wind, you know, um, direction and, and speed so that obviously they can adjust for long distance shots. Makes sense. But the fact they threw that in there with him is just brilliant. And I was just, I literally did a little Google search on them and I was like, yeah, that, there it is. It's, a weird, it's definitely what yeah, it, it is.
1: definitely is what it is. <laughs> just straight up right there.
0: Yeah, so yeah. really, really uh excited to see them going the extra mile uh and doing something like that as well. And and it to, you know, looks so dope. I obviously it's too much to ask them to put a <laughs> a tampo on that, I think. It's it's probably too small for that, but I got a feeling we're gonna be seeing that from uh from the customizers as well. Yeah, that's true. You could just have a I would I, I do actually kind of like
1: to see some of that stuff customized, so. This is uh, twice now. Today, we've been talking about some water slides.
0: Isn't it? Like We just want to cover our figures in stupid stickers. Uh, thank you, Flaffle57, uh, for the, the ex- extra, so the anemometer. Um, Max says, where is the bullet box? I will lose instantly. Come on. Uh, no bullet box and no tiny, tiny bullet, Max, on this one. Um, I think... I think, and I can't remember, because I had a conversation with them a while back, and I think we I asked them about um, the Hasbro team. I asked them about the bullet, and they said they thought about it, and I think that was the, the thing, the consensus was they didn't want to do it because even at that scale, it would be too small, and it would be pre-lost. So they thought, they they just decided against it for those reasons. I had
1: one time with the other one where I have hardwood floors, and I dropped the other one, and it fell into a piece of wood grain. Oh my like not, goodness! Not even between—not the like, crack, but
0: like yeah, crack,
1: but the grain of wood.
0: Yeah, I lost mine on a carpet, and yeah, as you can imagine, no, no chance. You drop that, no chance. Are you finding it? Not a chance because it's gonna get like as you're trying to get it through the carpet, you're pushing it probably deeper and deeper into yeah. the the fibers, and it's so small. You're just, no, not a chance. You could lose that thing on a flat surface. You could lose that thing on a mirror. <laughs> yeah. It's it's nuts, nuts. Anyway, um, yeah, love that addition, the anemometer. Um, again, some great shots of the figure. Pre-order again as normal, mainline retail. And I just wanted to shout out the, the artwork on this one, the cover. A couple of things to point out. John Royal's artwork, homage, almost certainly homaged here. With uh, the render on the box. Um, and it's pretty cool. I love it. I think yeah, it's great. Like I, it. Yeah, it's really cool, isn't it? Same angles, same situation. You got some creeps, got some like troops in the background, which we'll have a little of a closer look at. This had the internet kind of a, a buzz. Um, some people, this is funny. Some people said, Are they flame troopers? I'm like, no, there's no way that guy in the middle is burning his buddy in front of him. <laughs> Not a chance. And I say him, but valkyries is a good shout by the way what do you think pat the more we talked about this the more we kind of thought it could be valkyries didn't we it could be it could
1: be kind of like a shout back to the night stalkers from the gi Joe convention set i yep. would point to the fact that in this picture you can kind of tell that the hue is leaning toward the toward blue yeah so like looking at just at low light's leg there's definitely a little bit a little bit of blue there and i think that that's kind of a something going on with a lot of these images is that some of the manipulation has caused some of the color to maybe not be exactly what you will have in hand
0: yeah definitely
1: um but that also tells me that those characters in the background are probably a little darker like closer to black rather than that bluish look they look now they've got the Sumbo snake
0: eyes got Sumbo snake eyes maneuver going on um like yeah i i totally agree with that and i would say like the more i looked at it the more i could see kind of like hints that it might be like you know kind of like the body shapes um you, and the helmet shape you mentioned that kind of bell shape of the helmet could is very you know reminiscent of the valkyrie um kind of figures so it could be that and also i i just i, I believe they're flashlights by the way not flamethrowers yeah. uh which makes a lot more sense when you when you think oh yeah they're just it's just light that makes a lot yeah, more sense. Yeah, looking for low light. Exactly, you're looking for low light in low light with some lights. It makes sense. Um, yeah, so I'm I, I, I'm I'm excited to see what this could be, and I will be asking and trying to get confirmation as to what they are as well because I want to know. Now, the other thing that's on the artwork, which I have had a little bit of confirmation—not full confirmation, but a little bit of confirmation about um, this item, which is on the box itself. People were like, "What is this? It doesn't see it doesn't come with the figure, absolutely certainly doesn't. But um, it apparently, or according to sources, was something that the props department left or utilized on on there. Um, but it doesn't actually come with the figure, so it could be that it was a costed out item. It could be that it was just something random they threw in there as set dressing, um, or it could be." Um, that, that actually, those are the only two options, aren't they? So yeah, it, it could be random set dressing or it could be something that was costed out. We don't have the official confirmation, but we know that it's not anything that comes with low light.
1: It looks like it's more random set dressing. It looks different in style, but considering the fact that we saw like that that dark on or whatever it was on some of the box art, I wonder if this is a hint of anything, anything to come. It kind of looks like a box of chocolates though.
0: And you never know what you're going to get. That's right. So, brilliant. Um, yeah, no, that's totally cool. Uh, someone says data chips. Now I'm just hungry. Jeffrey says data chips. Could be now, I'm, but I'm just hungry now for chips. So thanks very much. Um, it does look a little bit like a laptop. It actually looks like a beat machine. If look uh, looks like an MPC or something with the little beat pads on it. You know, like that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like a, a music, a music beat machine. Not a, not like a laptop that you watch sexy videos on that's a different kind of beat machine um lols uh mainframe cpus says max blue I uh, again i think we're just dealing with a um random set dressing but like i don't know I, think- I don't
1: know if it's random i i'm thinking that this is this is something that plays into some sort of story element
0: okay okay i like that thought um maybe we'll see more of this kind of develop through other figures and that's interesting to me right pat we're finally at snow serpent an hour and 11 minutes in uh snow serpent my blooming goodness this was this was a surprise wasn't it it
1: was and i swear he's looking gray here again to me
0: yeah i think it is gray i don't think i think i think the i think we've I was saying that I think he might be blue for a retro release. Is what I'm expecting. Okay. So what there, I think there was a b-
1: picture that he looked kind of blue in, but that's why I was also bringing it up regarding uh, regarding low light.
0: Was going yeah, some no, of these he pictures. definitely looks gray. It's all gray, isn't it? What I think might have happened is there was a. It looked. I think it's blue on. It looks blue there, doesn't it, on the cover. But again, that might be the blue hues that you're talking about again in terms of the renders. Yes, yeah, so um, I
1: really could see them doing a retro release. That's a good point. And I don't know. I it's this figure comes with so many accessories. I almost would have liked to have had some of them come with a gray release, and some of them come with a blue release rather than just everything at once.
0: I what what my thought process is here is like this is a deluxe figure. So you've got you've got your base snow serpent there, but then obviously you can make a crazier, more like infantry squad leader type with the cape and the, and the hood uh, and the wolf head and everything. Very, very awesome stuff. You've also got other things. Through. You've got the snowshoes, you've got the snowboard, you've got the bazooka's backpack and bazooka kind of like homaging the bazooka aspect or the missile launch or whatever you want to call it. There's a lot of homage going on across the board here. Now, the other thing I would say, I think he's got the, the he's got the Cobra laser rifle from the cartoon as well, I think. He does, uh, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there. It's, it's, there's a picture of it. There is, Here it is. My goodness. Anyway, that's in there. There's a knife, which doesn't seem to have a, a sheath anywhere, by the way. So I don't know where that's going to be stuck. Maybe in Snake Eye's face. But there's going you know, there's there's not really anywhere to put the knife, I don't think. He's got, I think, pistols on the on his thigh sheath, on his thigh holsters. I keep getting sheaths and holsters mixed up. So what I think is this is like an all-encompassing, ridiculous like amount of cool stuff. And obviously with that colour, you could probably have it be like the leader of the Snow Serpents. Do you know what I mean? And then the retro version they do, or maybe even just a regular classified release, they could minimise the amount of gear he comes with. They can give him the more classic backpack, the more classic tennis shoes, the um, tennis-shaped snowshoes, the the kind of standy missile uh, mortar thing, and you know, the same like one of the guns, and then boom, you've got like a retro carded version. What do you think? And I then think blue that's a really well. good
1: that's a really good call. This would be one where that would be a good idea. I think that you know whenever it comes to troop builders, it's always a a tough thing getting them into the line sometimes if they're more obscure. Snow serpent isn't obscure to me. No. But sometimes when you're talking like would you want a like i wouldn't want the unlock for the has lab to be a, to be a snow serpent you know what i mean like i don't want i don't want any of the the army builders put in a spot where you just have to spend a ton of money just to get one army builder yeah yeah and so i'm not sure that i like the idea of army like troop builders being the deluxes i i, I would rather um you know because once you've bought two of these you're almost at the price of three if they were not a deluxe and you're not going to be using all those accessories all the time anyway
0: yeah i think i think i think it's it's uh what's the word it, it depends on the figure i think for me like yeah. if you've got if you've got a, a classic army builder that's like you know a trooper they don't need anything they've got like you know you have got the knife the pistol a rifle and a backpack if you want if you want yeah. a backpack you don't even need a backpack for a trooper So you've kind of got like you know, you've got that one which works as an army builder. The viper's a similar thing, you don't need a lot of stuff, it's just a viper with a rifle and a backpack, sorted, and a neckerchief. Um, but then when you get into things that are army builders, but they're like, you know, like this guy, for example, he I didn't even think about the snowboard, the cape, and the hood. And I thought with his normal loadout, he'd be a pretty High end, he'd probably be one of the mainline figures that would be utilizing most of the budget for tooling, um yeah. for like you know uh, for accessories. But so, but you, I think you can do him definitely justice as a mainline figure. Now, there are others though where I think, oh, that's gonna have to, that's gonna have to be, you know, there's gonna have to be more put into that. That's gonna have to be a deluxe. That might have to have a few more things with it, and. I can't think of any off the top of my head can you honestly I kind of felt like Alley Viper would have
1: been would have benefited by being a deluxe and to to come with like the removable helmet like whenever you compare the alley the classified series Alley Viper to um the 25th one or especially the pursuit of Cobra one it's just not as good in my opinion And i think part of that is because of cost fitting the cost of it into a figure with just a few accessories yeah where those other figures came with so many accessories
0: yeah definitely there's there's a there's a few um but like yeah i I definitely think it kind of it it makes sense i was expecting the eels to be um uh deluxe really because not because of all the gear they come with uh but just because we had a price point listing for about 30 something bucks and it was like oh That's going to be a deluxe figure then. So thankfully it wasn't. And it was a very cheap, lower. it's the lowest level army builder price point. So that's probably why people bought 40 of them. Can you believe that? Can you believe that? 40 eels. Anyway, um, yeah. So comes a lot of gear. I think it looks amazing, genuinely. I think there's a lot of textures. There's a lot of additional elements on it. It's proper cool. And I've got to admit, lots of homage on this one, Pat the snowboard from the version 2, and then the cape from, like, 05, 06. Pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I'm really surprised that they that they did that callback, which has it has to be. It can't be a coincidence that, you know, the, the figure came with the fur cape in not No, definitely
0: not. Definitely not. Um, uh, Max, are there a few people saying that they might have compromised the size of the head in order to make the, the wolf head... Um, might make sense, but I don't think you necessarily need to because the wolf head you could make it big if you wanted to, and it would wouldn't you know look out of place necessarily. I right. think the and I think the head doesn't really look that. I mean, I think it, it's in proportion in my opinion. I think so too. I think that that's one of the things
1: that in the original run, uh some of the heads were kind of large, and yeah. the original Snow Serpent did have kind of a a wider. Uh, a wider head which i don't think he necessarily has to have
0: but anyway very cool awesome figure and that new logo as well which it was one that that, the hot topic released a while back um it's the snake on a uh, the serpent on a mountain basically that's on
1: the bottom of the snowboard and on his arm yeah it's on the bottom yeah it's on the yeah
0: yeah it's on the bottom of the snowboard and you're right it's on his arm as well you can kind of see it there on the right bicep um and in Cobra on the, yeah, there's a better shot of it there. Look, on the on the right bicep. Also, those little lines, a little zippers. I didn't realize until I saw a close-up, but that's like a little zipper, that line that's next to the, the thing on his arm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that's an again, nice little kind of tampo touch there. Kind of kind of fun. Um and yeah, there you go. There's another nice shot of him. Loading his bazooka up or loading bazooka's bazooka up. And that one is my favorite shot of all time. I love it.
1: Oh yeah, that that one that one
0: is a lot of fun. Oh
1: man. I wonder how they shot that one.
0: I didn't realize this is dumb of me. I forgot that I I forgot that it also has goggles that go over those eyes too. And I just realized they've got he's wearing Oh, they have them down there, don't they? Yeah, that's wicked, man. There's even more fun stuff I didn't even realize before. This is the problem when you're like rushing to just do live streams or you know, rushing to pre-order. Half the time, you're not even looking at all the cool details that, that go on on this. It's like, I find most of them when we do these episodes. It's, it's crazy. Um it's
1: cool They released it so close to the eels too since they're supposed to be like a branch of the eels.
0: Yeah, it's like you have to be yeah. an eel before you go into Snow Serpent thing or whatever it is, yeah. I feel like the eels, you have to be an eel to be everything in Cobra. That seems to be like a thing with the file cards for a while. It's like, oh, uh, it used to be eels. I know Hydro Vipers are ex-eels. I know Snow Serpents are ex-eels. There's another one. You'll know in the comments. Let me know in the comments. Um, yeah, and then the cover, which is the the box, the packaging, I should say. Um, again, that artwork's dope. I, I've, again, I haven't really looked at the artwork, but the artwork looks like something you'd see out of Action Force Blooming Weekly when they did Snow Serpents. All like, oh, man, that is so cool. And the wolf head looks really dope on that as well. It does oh. look really good. This
1: is this is a solid figure, but I, I am expecting uh people to not have to army build these in excess. I, I would think
0: that we'll get another snow serpent. I wouldn't I wouldn't look at this as an army builder per se. No. I know they are kind of looking at it as an army deluxe builder type thing, but I would look at this as your like your infantry squad leader. I'd look at this as your snow serpent kind of like you know, infantry head basically is what I'd look at it as um and then you know when we inevitably get the blue the much bluer blue version uh, that's what's going to happen now in the background of this shot a cheeky snow job in the background or generic joe snow trooper what are your thoughts pat probably snow job well it looks like there are the two things sticking out there that
1: could be skis or could be like a blizzard thing but i don't think that we're getting any hints that we're getting blizzard anytime soon i think it's just snow job
0: yeah it it, to me it's just like do a generic snow job ish figure in the background and make people go nuts as to who they think it is but yeah i think it's snow job personally uh that's a good put. sky patrol kimberlin you change your name again jeremy i like it it's whiteout back there. Funny you should say that because Pat did say whiteout. Uh, yeah, I said that earlier when <laughs> we were when we were talking beforehand when we were doing our prep. Uh, he's like, yeah, "It's whiteout." I'm like, "You son of a bee. Uh Could be, could be. Yeah, and
1: I looked. Uh, it does seem like the snow serpents are back in stock on Amazon. Awesome. Uh, yeah, available for pre-order. I should. Say.
0: Mark, I just want to. Uh, yeah, I just want to say what I want to highlight this comment. And I also want to explain what I was talking about. Lenny was saying that he saw the wolfhead as being a differentiator for squad leader. Yes, he was saying that. Um, what I'm saying is don't look at it as an army builder if you don't want to, and just expect that we know we're gonna get snow serpents again in a more, I would imagine, blue style, um, and like more retro style as well. So uh, yeah, that's my point. Uh, but yeah, he did say in the thing, because they like I said. I didn't say they're not looking at it as an army builder. They did say it was a, they look at it as like a deluxe army builder um where you can have different loadouts to make the figure look different each time. You can have a standard looking snow snow serpent and like he said you can use the cape and the and the pelt as like a uh infantry squad leader type thing and he did say that yeah absolutely. Um yeah cool all right and right, then. Um all available to pre-order as pat said uh snow serpent is back up on amazon get involved and everything else is pretty easy to get everywhere yo Joe june it's my favorite month i'm not gonna lie but it's it's a lot of work but it is 100 percent my favorite month of the year and how are you feeling about it pat are you just sick of talking about gi joe at this point i
1: you know what i'm enjoying it more that now that i don't feel the pressure of pre-ordering because i stopped doing that i realized that you know pre-ordering these things was kind of akin to clicking a like button only (laughs) it came with a bill later
0: (laughs) and you paid for it massively yeah
1: i just much like much better uh coming
0: across this stuff in the store and buying it then yeah i have to agree with you on that one um yeah so I think that's the end of this uh, particular thing. Is that the end? That that is the end of it. Yes. Yeah. Just checking. See, this is why I have Pat on usually, and why I've been struggling so much the last couple of episodes. Thanks, Pat. Um, Just kidding. Right. Next up then, and we've still got loads to talk about. How does how has this happened? Um, Next up then, more classified relate reveals for next week. Here we go again. Yes, it would appear as though the latest classified pre-order listings have leaked and it's pretty much what we had anticipated. As we speculated last week, Firefly and the Crimson Viper were pretty much nailed on thanks to being some of the final digital render reveals we had seen, with the third listing still outstanding. A number of sources started releasing the info online with Nunchuck as the third and final pre-order we had been waiting for. I have to say it's a shame that this information does get out before the events, but in this day and age, it's to be expected. Hopefully the images won't leak before wednesday and we can all be surprised on the actual day i don't fully believe my own words there expect to see them at least by tuesday evening i have to say that nunchuck stands out to me as being the most anticipated mainly because we have digital renders of the other two figures already i hope we get a classic green and black camo inspired version based on that vintage figure but we will have to wait and see yes we will um interesting here pat is that um, we kind of speculated, we kind of knew that Firefly and Crimson Viper were next up. But in terms of the the third one, there was kind of like question marks about that. Um, these leak listings kind of popped out uh, yesterday, early in the day. And um, we kind of wanted to confirm it before, you know, reporting on it. So that's why I didn't go, um, didn't drop the burst until later on in the evening. Um, but yeah, we once we got the kind of confirmation of that, it's exactly what was happening. We kind of reported on it as well. So as well as obviously just reporting on leaks and rumors, we do like to get confirmation on this stuff sometimes as well. So uh, if you're ever wondering why, hey, you guys are a bit late on this one, it's because we're, you know, we're we're making sure that things are not always the case. Sometimes I get excited and just do a news burst because it's fun to do a news burst on something. And sometimes I'd like to get all the information at hand. And in this case, like I said, we just wanted to double check a few things. Whoops, sorry. So... Firefly, Crimson Viper, Nunchuck, Pat. Are they buzzing your berries for next week? Is that something that excites you?
1: I'm really excited to see Nunchuck. You know, obviously, from the three pictures here, we know much more what to expect from the other two.
0: I should have had that, I should have put that Snake Eyes promo shot, the Desert Commando Snake Eyes promo shot that has a a Crimson Viper in the background. But honestly, it's, you can just about make out it's a Viper and there's a bit of red in there. So it's not, you know, it doesn't really make much difference. So first up, we though, we do have Firefly. Let's talk about that one first. This is one I am excited to see in real life. And I've got a funny feeling this is going to be the one that's like, wow, when I see it. Because this in the similar way that Grunt hit me, I've got a funny feeling Firefly is going to hit me in a similar way.
1: Yeah, this is one of the ones that I think is is a sure winner. And I really want to see how well this figure pairs with the existing Firefly. Like, you know, what happens when you start swapping parts or gear or between them? Because I think that that should be possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, And you could end up with some, like, I don't know. Firefly to me has always been one of those ones that he just should have a ton of equipment. And releasing multiple figures, each with a, a decent loadout, is the way that I would like to see that happen.
0: I uh, I just thought about this, but I would love to see this repainted in Arctic Deco, like the um, the three-pack that we got in that year. Yeah, because how awesome would it be to have an Arctic Firefly with, again, loads more new gear to go with?
1: That's true, but I would like the, the 1990s Firefly in green with a big what? buzzsaw that you whip and comes with... <laughs> Not really. I don't need that part of it, but I, I do like the other... As, no, it was probably in the minority whenever I really enjoyed the later issues of the comic that included the new backstory for Firefly. Yeah. I loved that
0: stuff. The difference the difference between the two figures that we're talking about here is that one is an easy repaint and the other is a completely new figure. It is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's I'm, i one. I'm not saying I would take an Arctic repaint over the version 2 Firefly. What I'm saying is... In this particular instance with this figure, I can see potential for other things to other directions to go with Firefly. If you know, I'm just I mean.
1: saying that we we've talked several times about how sometimes whenever you get the most classic look of a figure out of the way, right, that frees you up for some new things. Yeah, and I'm hoping it just frees us up for that other version of Firefly. But yeah, you know, a, an Arctic one works. He looks like he's dressed warm warm enough. To just, yeah, he's got his face covered, but you know, those figures the, the particular color of blue that that grayish blue or bluish gray, um, color that was on those figures really, uh, it looked good. That was a, that was a nice set of decos.
0: I don't know, I was always really happy with a night creeper from that set. Oh, big time! Oh, I love the fact that the club did a, a homage to that as well, yeah. Um, the figure six pack. Sorry, someone wants to wants me to um, school them on the uh, UK media here. Chris, did they ever ban the nunchuck weapon in the UK media? I saw a few Ninja Turtles episodes as Mikey never carries them. They also called them Hero Turtles. Were ninjas that bad? The figure six pack. I can tell you that they changed it to Hero Turtles because of the violence associated with ninjas. Ninjas was were massive at the time, and they. I think the UK media saw like American ninja and all those kind of like you know martial arts kind of movies and stuff it was all very r rated it was all very adult oriented it wasn't like you know bringing that into like kids stuff where there was a very like it, it was it was tenuous for them now as a kid we all knew about ninja turtles anyway <laughs> it was like we knew about hero turtles cuz cuz ninja turtles was a phenomenon sweeping the us right in like the late 80s and I remember reading a newspaper article about this phenomenon that was sweeping the nation of the US in a magazine or a newspaper article or something. And so it it was documented and it was clearly Ninja Turtles and and everything was Ninja Turtles, yada, yada, yada. Then they came out in the UK and everything was changed. Like Hero Turtles was was associated with the cartoon and the comics and all that kind of stuff. So even though we could get – I could go to a bookstore and get the graphic novels – of the Ninja Turtles comics, uh, that you know, the kind of the Mirage, not Mirage, well, I suppose it was Mirage, the Eastman and Laird comics, mm-hmm. get those as you know, as graphic novels with Ninja Turtles on them, but the car- cartoon and the comics were all hero turtles, the toys were hero turtles as well. Um, so yeah, and yes, they did. They censored the cartoon to remove michelangelo's n- nunchucks usage 100 they did that heavy cuts as well and then eventually like towards the like the back end of the or like halfway through and towards the back end of the series um uh of the sh- of the cartoon they gave him they just had him use the it was like a grappling shell. Hook, rope grappling hook shell kind of thing that was it it was it was hilarious uh, but yeah, that was the, the thing. Ninjas would, it was just that thing of kids and violence. They didn't like mixing the two. And nunchucks were banned in the UK, by the way, uh, for a little while as well. And my mate had a pair of, of training nunchucks. His dad was, in, was into martial arts and he was into martial arts as well. And I went around there and I would just love using them because you, you could hit yourself quite hard with them. And because they were padded, you'd be all right, but they were heavy. And like you'd be like, oh, it was so cool. I just loved it. Loved that crap. Uh, anyway, there you go. That should hope. Hopefully, that should answer the question. I was on an episode of Toy Hunter explaining this, by the way, as an expert in toy in, t- in ninja turtles. Can you believe that? Have you ever seen that? Wow. I-, I think actually I've seen that episode. Were you
1: at a convention at the yeah, time? I was at a convention yeah.
0: in Birmingham. I bought a bunch of uh, turtle carded turtles off him, and I was on camera and I did a whole spiel. And I talked to David about why I'm friends with David Gaul now. David Gaul, who was on the show, he was like his his number two. Uh, we're good friends with David. David was a few, he goes to Joe Con's back in the day as well. Like he would always meet up with he met, met up with us in Springfield, I, I recall. So yeah. Anyway, that's by the by, Firefly. Yeah, there you go. And a little drone He comes with a little drone on wheels. Yeah, that's
1: that's one of the big
0: selling points for me. I
1: love that edition.
0: Also, are they spare wheels for the drone or are they mines? I think those are
1: explosives. (laughs) Those are probably proximity mines or something.
0: I was like, oh, it's got little spare wheels with it. I'm just kidding. Um, The Crimson Viper. Again, it's a Viper. It's a different deco.
1: Anything else to add? I like the inclusion of blue kind of to do the opposite of what Tomax and Zamot have where they're in blue with a little bit of red cloth it's he's in red with a little bit of blue
0: nice uh good point as well and that yeah that sash is not and i'm glad they they brought that back because they they cut it out for the python version and i i still don't understand why i it needs that it needs a little yellow scarf in my opinion um anyway that's the crimson viper nunchuck are you excited i'm really looking forward to seeing what happens here because there was also that
1: uh canceled nunchuck from the amazon four pack that would have come out around the time of retaliation, that yep. would have been a really awesome figure. Um, so there's a lot that they could do with Nunchuck. I think that he's not entirely a, a blank slate. I want to see it, um, you know, that, that camo pattern in green and, uh, you know, the, the cloth behind his his mask. I think those are kind of the key parts for him. But And he probably should include some Nunchucks. Other than that, I think that I'm curious to see what they what they do with them.
0: Yeah, um, I'm I'm very excited for this figure. I think I, I can kind of I, I, you can kind of guess it's going to be like you know some of it's going to be military esque style uh, leg top, like upper legs and maybe like the torso and then the upper arms and then it's going to merge into like ninja aspects and stuff like that with like the the way the kind of hands wraps and the and the leg wraps are done. Uh, I hope they do the sneakers as well on him because I love that aspect. And then, of course, the headdress, which I, I imagine is going to be very similar to Dusty's kind of style. Uh, but anyway, yeah, Nunchuck, very excited for that. Is that everything, Pat, on this one? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, next. Sorry, we've really got a motor through. I apologize. Uh, looking forward to Nunchuck. Next week, 28th, pre-orders. you know, You know it's going to happen. Finally. Hasbro posted a very fun online virtual tour of their upcoming Dragonfly HasLab yesterday. The website inputs fake data as you open it as if General Hawk himself is logging in, which is fun, also fueling the speculation that the good General will be the final tier unlock, but we will have to wait and see there. The site allows you to look at the vehicle and all of its exterior and interior details, and lets you move it around in a virtual environment. This is a nice addition to the marketing push as we get closer to the end goal. I am truly excited to see who else is involved in this campaign which is currently very close to 14k as i record this yeah so it's closed in, um pat this is fun isn't it is this the first time they've done this with HasLab? because i think this is a really good idea the only thing they've done similar was you know like in the video they would have like a vr style like panning and showing of the right. thing but it wasn't interactive like this this is brand new definitely
1: Yeah, this is a really good idea i think that for a big project like this i don't really expect it every single time but i could just picture some of the other stuff that would have been nice to have been able to you know zoom in and move around java's sail barge before deciding to purchase yeah it's it's good it gives you a little bit of a, a better feeling of what you're going to get
0: definitely you never know what you're going to get um, right, another thing I wanted to mention—it's like a box of chocolates. Another thing I wanted to mention is uh, that Hasbro Pulse have gone out of, have gone out of their way on a number of occasions to mention General Hawk to show General Hawk, and obviously he's you know he's the he's the head of Joe. Like that's just how it is. Like he's the top dog. So like it, it kind of makes sense that they would you know utilize him as the as the you know the, the one in charge. But do you think they are pushing it a little bit too much to the point where? You know, people are thinking the tier three is is Hawk in some way, his name fits the amount of Xs that are on there, Clayton Abernathy. The you know, team commander fits the other X's in terms of like what his, you know, role is. What do you think about that? I kind of
1: think that uh there's a good chance, like because we've talked before about uh what what could fit in there and that something that's going to be a surefire seller at retail. Or something that we kind of feel like shouldn't have that um, barrier to entry. Like it, right. it's some, some of the major characters, somebody shouldn't have to buy an entire package from HasLab to get. Uh, and I I think that the 1986 Hawk kind of doesn't belong in the HasLab personally. I think that he's one that should be at retail. For people to, to be walking through the store and being like, oh, Hawk, and, and buy him. Um, but inside this, it would totally make sense for me to me for the uh, the 1982 maybe with a ball cap as an option, hawk, uh, big time. To be included.
0: You're talking about the heavy duty ba- baseball cap, aren't you? Again, kind we... of. Yeah, we're talking about that again. And then we could uh, again. It's just a pre-use. Uh, he, has, it... he has the the baseball cap in several issues of the comic book. To kind <laughs> of differentiate the characters. He has it in the middle of the same. Cobra Island war on the war the Civil War in that storyline one issue he's wearing his version two gear and then like has the thing happens towards the end where he's fighting the dreadnoughts and then the next issue he's in a completely different outfit with the baseball cap and it's and then again switches back for the next issue it was so funny Uh, And I think everyone knows what I'm talking about. We've actually talked about that in the past with Talking Joe. I've talked about it with uh, probably with Brian, I think, or Paddy, whoever it was on the comics Burst thing we did. But anyway, um, yeah, I'm thinking you're right. I'm thinking it might be like a V1 Hawk or like a – this is is Pie in the Sky, mate, but 91 –
1: Hawk? Uh, you know, I was thinking that too because that's one of the ones that they could just put in there, and you know, that's not the the definitive hawk for a lot of people. But man, what? that's that's a lot of accessories that would be necessary to make that figure happen, you, you, and what, a you, lot of new tooling to make it happen. Well,
0: yeah, but I think that they could. I don't know if I would I would allow it if they did version two hawk. I would allow it if they did version two hawk in the Haslab. Only if they did 91 hawk in mainline. That's how that's o- the only way I'm getting over not having okay.
1: That I, I think that a lot of people would be upset, but
0: what do you think? Um
1: what is your heart telling you though? My only problem really the is they're just pushing Hawk because he's the one that's most likely to be sending out communications.
0: Yeah. So it's it's more about the narrative than it is about
1: yeah, then what product is coming in. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Well, we'll see, won't we? I guess. I hope we see. We're we're cl- very close to fourteen k. I think we're like seven away. Says Jeremy. So yeah, I think we're very very close to fourteen k. Um, obviously, we're it's at sixteen k that Glenda unlocks. Um, so we're really. I, I I would hope that we get like a a boost soon. And maybe they might even show who the the other unlock is before we get to sixteen k. Do you think that's possible? I I doubt it but cuz i think that we're going to get to 16k so
1: i think they will want to hold that that boost out t- until toward the end
0: yeah okay well we'll see anyway but anyway this little website is cute and it's a lot of fun and i messed about with it for a while and you can make the the rotors move you can you know open windows and cockpit areas and stuff like that it's it's a lot of fun you can go inside and you can check out the dis- like the seats are really cool and the the displays are really awesome. There you go. There's a great shot of the displays. Um, it's it's a lot of fun, actually. And in actual fact, I zoomed in and out and went through the entire body of the thing and saw, like, the internal mechanism, you know, the internal, like, build and how it's... Connected. Oh, really? Yeah, like,
1: it's, like, effective... I'm definitely going to have to play around with this then.
0: It's nuts, man. It's nuts. And I did it by zooming, like, literally through, like, being in the cockpit area and then zooming back, and I just cut all the way through the, the whole... Um, helicopter, and it was like, this is so weird. Uh, But anyway, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, Is that everything? No. no. We were just talking about this one. Obviously, Ripcord's unlocked, Glenda's unlocked at 16k, and then the 19k is the one we're talking about. So Clayton Abernathy fits in the name. Team Commander fits in the role, just saying. But it's one of those things that I've been talked into, because I was never expecting Hawk now I start I'm starting to feel like it probably will be but we'll see we shall see right that's everything buddy it's been a hell of an episode but let's get to shout outs before we have to you know quit our jobs have you tried hoarder yet no well you need to if you have a collection of things and want to create a fun and easy way of organizing it and of course showing it off then get involved you can post items and build collections and you can drop a status like getting a fun delivery or seeing some awesome related stuff on your travels build your collections with hoarder the app is free to download on google play and the app store so what are you waiting for get to hoarding Right. Shout-outs. Bullhorn. Hilarious. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> there he is with his bullhorn gun. Um, anyway, who, who are you doing, buddy? Go first. Of course, yeah. as always, Philip. That's
1: my shout-out. I had a oh. lot of shout-outs last week. I missed those. I did not so I appreciate you doing them for me.
0: I did all of them. Uh, and I did them in your style. Um, I didn't at all. I did it in my style. Um, also, to the, the fam, the whole fam, UK, US... Kate, Phoebs, all of you guys, love you very much. Um, It was Father's Day last weekend, I want to say. So shout out to dad, dads, three of them on that screen, blimey, uh, to Drew, Kent, dad, all the dads, to everybody. Um, uh, You know, I hope you had a great Father's Day. And shout out to the moms as well, even though, you know, just shout out to everybody. Shout out. Uh, Brian Sauer, for our wonderful graphics buddy, our amazing wetsuit graphics, absolutely love them. This is the summer now, so we're all splashing around. That's what we're thinking. Uh, and also a massive shout out to Disassembly Required, which has been announced for November 3rd and 4th at Hyvie Hall, downtown Des Moines, again in Iowa. Uh, it's the 12th annual show. And uh, of course, you can check all the information out on Codename Iowa on their Facebook page. Link's in the, descri- in the description. Are you excited for another Assembly Required, Pat? It's always a good time, yeah, for sure. Hopefully we'll be there. We'll have to see. Um, a lot of Hopefully, stuff in the air at the moment. You have to go. It's required. It's it's, it's assembly required. Yeah, it is. it's a great play on words. It is amazing. I love this one actually, and I love the fact it's going to be dreadnought themed by the by the by the looks of things. A bit of Zartan in there. I love it. honestly. Brian's art and graphic design is just on point, man. He's just incredible stuff. Look at that. I mean, that's just a beautiful... I mean, that's beautiful, that, really nice. on its yeah. own. Amazing yeah, stuff. Nice. Now, shout out to Michelle Hall, who, who sent me this uh, link to say that um, this T-shirt was spotted at a BJ's Wholesale Club in Fairfield, Connecticut. So, BJ's Wholesale Club. Uh, I love saying BJ's. It's hilarious. Um, it's like snow jobs. Snow jobs all around. Um, um <laughs> uh anyway this t-shirt has been spotted so yeah go and see if you can find it guys
1: I'm just looking at the new super
0: chat (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing I saw there was a super chat and I was about to like ramp up to like give it all the bigger and everything and then it's tap which is the obviously reverse pat. And look at the mustache he gave you. That's amazing. Thank you so much for the super chat tap. Uh, Am I coming through? I updated to a 28.8K dial-up connection for my Commodore 64. Brilliant. Absolutely. So many in-jokes on there. I love it. Thank you, whoever you are. Thank you very much. Uh, Like I said, shout out to Michelle Hall for showing us this t-shirt, by the way. Thank you, Michelle. You're also in the comments as well, so thank you very much. I'm sure you're you're watching. Now, Cold Slither. It's now a mouse pad. <laughs> so the artwork for the enamels pin set has now been turned into a mouse pad. You can check that out on Icon Heroes, of course. And the artist turned out to be Lee Kosa. So Lee Kosa Art. He's going to be at SDCC, and he's going to be signing at booth 1605. So you can check. He's been to be signing things like that, I, I imagine, as well. So it's great artwork, and we really love what he's done with uh, with the cold the team there as well for the enamel pins for Icon Heroes. So, yeah, there you go. That's all the info for that. Massive, massive celebratory shout-outs to Bob Breakin, Brian Hickey for um, funding successfully, and then some, their awesome My Palatoy Storybook. Obviously, this is one that I so close to my heart and I'm so happy that it funded. Uh massive thank you to everyone that uh pledged and also massive shout out to Skeletron who uh they basically matched the last 24 hours. They matched every pledge. So by doing that, you know, got it over the over the line. So 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 happy this made it. So happy it funded. Massive thank you to Ben and the team at Skeletron as well. Also, in addition to Skeletron and Ben, they sent me a test pressing for the, the vinyl that's coming that's going to be out soon that's going to be out eventually we'll get to that in a second but it sounds amazing um i'm on a track there with word burglar so i produced the skull uh track on there which is i get to drive it and obviously cosmic orphan are on the other side as well so shout out to cosmic orphan and shout out to word burglar very excited and so happy to get this test pressing like you have no idea how long I've waited to have my music on vinyl. And it's going to happen this way. So, so happy. I almost cried then. Um, And also a big shout out to Skeletron. Um, They did give us an update. There's a little bit of delays happening. So what they've done is they've broken up. And if you are a backer, you can check out your emails, by the way. But they've broken up their delivery phases into those phases, as you can see. So the Assassin Skeletron has happened. That's already happened fall they're looking at re- delivering on retro o-ring skeleton wolf trooper four inch marauder wolf trooper four inch marauder gaia wolf and the Robo Skull Vinyl record so that'll be in the fall of this year then in the winter uh phase c it's going to be the vehicle with the four inch marauder blood wolf pilot the uh mark ii vehicle with the with the red weasel uh, the mark ii elite flight stand the heavy metal armor and the four inch jungle wolf trooper so that'll be in the winter and then in spring, the, going into next year, the rest of those figures and, and the book will finally come through. So even though there's a lot of delays happening, they're not holding back here. They are going to get as stuff as they can. Are you happy with that, Pat, by the way?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised. I expected every, to get everything in one bulk uh, shipping.
0: Yeah. So at least, you know, in this way, we don't have to wait till spring we're going to be getting stuff filtering through, which I think is actually probably the best way of doing it. And also there's so much stuff in this, in this blimmin um, campaign that I feel like they have to do this. Uh, Thank you Zartan for the awesome super chat. I still have a trunk full of cold leather shirts and cassettes with our hit single might be meet me behind the old Kmart. If you want to buy something, I don't know if you anybody wants to meet you behind the Kmart mate. That sounds terrible. But no, uh, if you want any Coles of the Shirts or Cassettes, guys, meet Zartan around the old Kmart. Done. Uh, I wonder if anyone's going to try and do that. Uh, anyway, like I said, there's going to be some delays, but they're doing their best to get everything out to us as soon as they can. So thank you, Skeletron. That's it. Ridiculous episode. Too long. I apologize. Sorry, Pat. You're probably going to be fired. It's great to have you back, though, mate. And so happy to have you all the way through the episode. Yep, it was good to be on. See you on the next one. You know what to do after three and all that, your cheese bags. Thanks to all the comments. Thanks to all of our viewers listening as patrons. Love you guys very much. Thank you for all the support. Got loads more coming up for you monthly coming soon. But you know what to do after three, Pat. One, two, three, full, full force. force. See you bloody later.